Super Talk Mississippi media production. Monday means we're going to talk to Coach Chris Lamotis, Mississippi State head baseball coach, joining us here on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Coach, you know us in the media. We love to label things. We love to make things, you know, maybe bigger than they actually are. But you're playing two teams that were with you in Omaha a season ago. You've got two midweek games against uh, a consensus top five team in Texas Tech and then a consensus top 15 team in Arkansas this weekend. Can I label this as a big week? Is it a a season-defining week? Is it a, a week that you know could be a turning point? How would you label this week? Well, I'd like to call it a big week um, because we are playing some great teams in great environments. Um, I wouldn't call it season-defining because our, our, our entire season now is, you know, this week it could be Arkansas, but next week it's LSU. And, man, it's just when you're in this league, you're playing uh, big weeks every week. But it is a big one uh, with two midweeks and then a big weekend starting SEC play at home. Um, you know, we're excited to get going and, and, and play these opponents. You, you had some injuries, obviously, with Tanner Allen and JT Ginn, but as your role here into conference play, is the team about where you thought it would be going into this particular week? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, we're still um, – you know, I thought – you know, shoot, coming into the year, I thought our offense was our strength, and we just haven't – we haven't clicked on all cylinders. Now, Tanner's been a piece of that, you know, in not having, our, you know, probably our best pure hitter in the lineup. But still, we still have a lot of good hitters. And I, I was pleased as the weekend went on this weekend, we were a little better offensively. And I'm hoping that uh, keeps moving forward as we're playing uh, Texas Tech and Arkansas and just getting our guys going and comfortable and, and uh, playing that way. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 50-50 right now on where we're at. I know we can play better baseball. You, you mentioned, you know, the, the hitting, and obviously the, those those veteran guys, those core guys, were what everybody was looking at. All five of them, you know, first or second team All SEC preseason. Allen's been out, but as of right now, you've got Rowdy Jordan, Jordan Westberg, Justin Foskey. They're all hitting over three hundred. And Josh Hatcher had a big weekend. He's around two eighty now. You know, if Hatcher's the guy who who had the big weekend last week, and it looks like he's he's getting into form, who can be the next guy you think that starts to get into form a little bit and, and get where you thought those expectations would be? Well, we got a couple guys like Luke Hancock and and Landon Jordan and Brandon Pimentel. Um, man, they had great great falls, great preseason. You know, they're some of the guys that I'm sitting here waiting on for them to start giving us some really good at bats and. And compete. I know we faced a lot of left-handers, but they hit left-handers. I mean, I was worried about Christian McLeod when the season started because we were hitting him pretty good, and then he starts pitching against other people, and he's dominating and one of the better left-handers out there, and then, you know, we've struggled in that area. So hopefully, um, you know, we can get some of those guys going and moving forward. Um, I've been happy with some of the young kids. Cameron James, uh, Logan Tanner have been giving us some really good at-bats, and Tanner Leggett's and he's been a pest up there. He's just made a lot of things happen. So hopefully, as time goes on, those other guys will catch up and, and start playing to their level. You sort of mentioned it there that you know coming into the season, most people would have said, okay, this team is going to be carried by its, its hitting. But it's the pitching has done a really good job to the point where I would call, especially your bullpen, a bit of a pleasant surprise. Have you been surprised at how well those young guys have acclimated and are throwing so far? I have been. You know, especially the way Bednar and Sims came out of the shoot early. Now, we've moved Bednar into the rotation because of JT, but um, those two power arms. Um, but all the other pieces have been really good, too. We knew David Dunleavy, Carlisle Kostler, um, you know, were good guys. Houston Harding had a good start in his start, so we're hoping he can continue that. Um, 
but yeah, I've been pretty pleased. I mean, some of those other pieces, we're going to need them here with these midweek games. And in SEC play, man, the opponent's just tougher. You need more arms. So we're going to need all those guys to help us out. And you mentioned Christian McLeod, who you've moved now from Saturday to Friday. So he'll be the guy you know, facing against all of those, those SEC aces, and there's so many of them on your schedule but he has certainly looked the part this year you know moving from Saturday to Friday I thought he was very effective on Friday I thought he, he really looked good again it's sort of the same sort of question but I didn't get to see him in the fall as much as you did obviously you kept telling us hey this kid's really good he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna surprise you consider me surprised but are even you surprised at how effective he's been well you're a little surprised he's pitching at a high level right now but um you know last year he was probably a, mid, a, a weekend starter for us at the beginning of the season if he had just been healthy. And um, so we knew what we had. I mean, it's, it's really good stuff, but he's also, you know, good strike thrower and it's just, you know, plus breaking ball. We, we thought, you know, we'd get what we saw, but it's just, you know, the injury held him back a year. And then this year coming back, it's been nice to be able to see him hold his uh, – you know, Velo into starts right now. That was some of the stuff that we were concerned about, but he's done a great job. And then, you know, your, the back end of your starting rotation, Eric Sarantola, three innings on Sunday, he looked really, really good. Seemed to be in control, was getting guys out, and then it just sort of got away from him in the fourth inning. Was there something that, that he told you, something with his delivery, something you saw that, that let that get away from him, or is that just a, a mental bugaboo that, you know, you just have to come back and fight through that next week? You know, he was missing big on some certain pitches. Is why, you know, early on, I think we gave up a run on a wild pitch and we gave up a couple of bases and we even struck a guy out. And, you know, the pitch landed about eight feet in front of the plate. So, it, you know, it just kind of, you know, started to unravel on him. And then there, as we got late, he just couldn't land any pitches. So that was kind of what I saw and just didn't want them to get any more momentum in that inning because we couldn't throw a strike or, or do anything that way. So his stuff was good. Yeah, good velo, good breaking ball, but and I don't mind the walk, but when it's big misses, big misses concern me. You know, when we're missing, you know, more than a regular, you know, a little bit off the plate. We were missing, you know, a handful of times, you know, a couple feet. So we wanted to get him out of there and, you know, and get David. And we knew David was a good matchup, even with the lefties. David has the ability to throw his change up at any time, and, and he was really good. Well, huge midweek series. I, I don't remember a midweek series like this for Mississippi State in, in recent years, uh, taking on a team that in D1Baseball.com has them number four in the nation in Texas Tech. What do, what do you see out of the Red Raiders, and, and who, who are you going to go with uh, as far as pitching in these next two games? Well, we're going to start Houston Harding tomorrow, and then we're TBA. We're just not sure how we're going to play it yet. So um, we'll run Houston out there. He had a good start in his midweek a couple weeks ago. Um but we'll, you know, we'll try to figure it out. They're, they're, Texas Tech is really, really hot right now, and um, a lot of power arms. Even though they use a lot of different arms, we'll probably see ten arms over the next two days. A lot of matchups, but they also um, they're just really hot offensively right now. And they lost all their offense last year and have come out and been been really hot. I think they're hitting over three thirty as a team. So, um, you know, for us to to get out there and and Pitch and pitch efficiently is huge, and trying to you know and play good defense because when you play a good offensive team, you can't give them any freebies. And then for us to jump out and be a little offensive and, and get things going, I was pleased. You know, on Sunday, Jordan Westberg had some really big swings, and Boschke didn't have a lot to show for it, but he he kind of jumped on a couple balls. So I'm hoping you know as we keep swinging, um, we got to get these guys you know 
being able to jump on some fastballs, especially, you know, we'll see probably a handful of 90, 95-mile-an-hour arms over the next couple of days. That's one of their strengths. They have a lot of velocity. So hopefully our guys can, can jump out there and compete. Well, it should be a lot of fun for the Bulldog fans down there on the coast and in South Mississippi. Uh, I'm expecting big crowds uh, at, at MGM Park and Biloxi and then turn around and head back home for a huge uh, SEC series uh, this weekend. Coach Crystal Monis, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Brian. Have a great day. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.